Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to end the school year strong. Um, I don't know about how long you're in school, but I know that at our school, we have about a month left of school, a little less. And as we get to the end of the school year, it can get pretty crazy. It's an exciting time, but a very busy and stressful time as well. And so um, I know for us, there's a lot of events happening, the kids' behaviors increase, and teachers just start to feel tired. And as administrators, we're starting to feel tired. And in Ohio, it's not been very nice out. And so as it gets into May and June and the weather starts to get nice, it, it becomes really hard to be inside and kids are kind of stir crazy and ready for summer break. So today I just wanted to talk about how can we get through the last weeks of school in a positive manner. And so I have some tips on how to do that and how to finish the school year strong. So my first tip is to keep routines as much as possible. I know at the end of the year, there's a lot of field trips. Um, We have field days, we have assemblies, just a lot of fun activities. But it's really important that we keep as much normalcy in our classrooms as we can because the more routine that we have for kids, the better their behaviors will be. Um, We know as adults, I know I like my routine. It helps so much when I'm in a routine and it's hard when I'm not. And it's like that for kids. As soon as they're out of a routine, they're super excited. They get more energy um, and it's harder for them to control their behavior. So the more that we can keep kids on a routine, the better those last weeks of school will be. My other tip is to keep teaching. Um, In Ohio, we finished state testing at the beginning of May, and we're not out until the first week of June. So we have a month of school left that we're teaching, but we have finished our state testing. So um, one thing is to just, it's a great time to finish up on maybe curriculum you didn't get to, or maybe you wanted to go deeper into things, review skills throughout the year, But one thing I wanted to address is that many times teachers want to start focusing on skills for the next school year and the next grade level to prepare their students. And I want you to remember that the standards are created in a sequence where each grade level is laying a foundation. And so you want your students to master that content at your grade level. So this time of year, if you have extra time, it's a great time to either dig deeper into content or go back and review to make sure that kids really have it. Um, instead of pushing them on to the next grade level, and they might not have your grade level content mastered. So keep teaching, stay in routines, and just use this time as much as you can to get as much teaching that you can get done. Another tip is to reteach and reward positive behaviors. So in my school district, we focus on PBIS, positive behaviors and supports, And we really focus with PBIS on reteaching expectations all throughout the year and focusing on positives and giving those positive reinforcements. But I want to remind you that doesn't mean we don't give consequences. So as we finish the school year, you you want to be reteaching expectations. And, you know, I know that you would think, okay, it's May, they should have the routines and expectations down. But When kids are struggling with them as part of PBIS, it's a good idea to just continue to reteach if your whole class is struggling. 
And if it's just a few kids, you could reteach those expectations with just those students who need them. But then it's important to focus on rewarding positive um, behaviors that you see because then kids will want to exhibit those positive behaviors. And it's okay that if kids aren't doing the right thing to have them earn things like, you know, maybe field day, things like that. They have to earn it because there also has to be consequences for their behavior um, if they're struggling to behave towards the end of the year. So just remember to reteach and constantly be telling kids what those expectations are and reinforcing when they are following those expectations. The other thing is to check your own stress. So if we're feeling stressed and burnout and we're ready for summer, our students sense that. Remember that the adults in the building set the tone. And so if we keep talking about how we're done with the school year and we're ready for summer break and kids hear that, then that's going to make them more ready for summer break. So the more that we can stay positive and focused on being in school and getting as much done as we can, the more that the students are going to. Where if we're so focused on the countdown for how many days left in school, then that's going to make the kids focused on that. So whatever we choose as our focus is going to be the kids' focus. So remember, you set the tone, stay positive, stay excited for the end of the school year, and don't focus so much on the countdown, but focus on being present with your students. Another tip is to stay organized. There are so many events that you need to stay organized for. I know um, we just have so many, and as a principal, there's, you know, I'm trying to keep track of what sixth grade levels are doing for the end of the year, and it's crazy. There's a lot of events. And so even in your classroom, it's so important that you stay organized and let the kids know what's happening, make sure parents know what's happening, um, that, you know, you are maybe doing newsletters, whatever you need to do, but I know at the end of the year, I like to plan further in advance because there's so many things happening that it's hard to make a plan because we just need to, um, our days look a little bit different. It's not necessarily our normal routines. And like I said earlier, you're, you want to keep them in a normal routine as much as possible. So if you stay organized, have plans of what exactly is going on, then you can make to-do lists of things that you need to do and plan um, your schedule and try to keep it as routine as possible with those events sprinkled in. Another tip is to take the time to reflect on your goals and accomplishments from the school year. So what things are you proud of? How have you grown as an educator this year? I love um, at the beginning of the year, I set goals and you know I try to set goals in different areas. And then I love to go back and look at those goals and see all that I've accomplished and achieved that year. And it's really exciting for me. So. I think taking that time to reflect on your goals and what you've done that you set out to do and you're proud of is going to make you enjoy teaching more. And it's going to help you with that end of the year because you're just in a positive mindset. You're proud of whatever goals and accomplishments you have achieved. So really focus on that and what you've done well. And then you can also think about what areas you'd like to grow in for next year and kind of start thinking about those goals for next year. Another um, tip to go with that is to have students reflect on their goals and accomplishments. So a lot of our teachers do student goal setting and student data folders. So having your students look at that, look at their own data and see where they've made growth this year. And it could be academic growth. It could be behavioral growth, but uh, maybe conference with students one-on-one -on -one and have conversations with them about that because 
not only do we need to celebrate our growth, but we need to celebrate our students' growth. And I think there's probably so many ways that each of your students have grown. And acknowledging that and talking with them about that, I think, is really important. Another tip is to take care of yourself. Don't skip self-care. As we get to the end of the year, it is so busy but we should keep ourselves a priority. We should um, be doing things like exercising, doing fun things with friends, anything taking time for ourselves is so important. This, when it gets nice out is a great time of year, grab a colleague and after work, go for a walk and you can you know, talk and share ideas about your days and then get some exercise in. Whatever it is that allows you to reduce stress, but taking care of yourself is so important. And my last tip is to just remember to enjoy yourself. When things get crazy at the end of the year or stressful, we focus so much on that. But what we need to remember is that these are fun activities. This is a fun time of year for kids, for educators, and just take that time to enjoy it. Time moves so fast throughout the school year. I feel like it's it's like we have the end of the year and then summer goes quick and then we're back to the beginning of the year. It's just each time of the school year goes so quick. So just take this time to enjoy the events, enjoy, enjoy what's happening with your students and you know, just know that it's the end and it and even if you're ready for summer break, like I said earlier, make sure that you're focusing on being that positive um, role model for your students and setting the tone that this is a fun time of year. We're gonna learn, we're gonna have fun, but we're still at school. So I hope that you found some of those tips helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Beating Educator Burnout. And I wanted to also share that in there's a link in my bio and you can find a resource on how to set boundaries. So in that resource, I give four simple steps on setting boundaries, which is a great resource, especially for this time of year to set boundaries so that, you know, you're not getting too stressed and you can just focus on the things that you need to focus on and say no to other things. So grab that free resource. I think you'll find it helpful. And I hope you subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for next week. 